For the next few minutes, we're going to spend some time with Anna Sale, our producer who's been in Haiti all week reporting on the situation in the little town of Milo, where she's been observing hospital and medical personnel uh, helping Haitians to cope with uh, the fragile recovery from the earthquake in January. On uh, Thursday, Bill Clinton, the United Nations Special Envoy to Haiti, spoke to representatives of international aid groups and said... The aid group's priority should be now to help rebuild the nation's government and to foster self-sufficiency among the Haitians. Anna, good morning. Good morning. You know, I I was thinking about what uh, former President Clinton said about this idea of self-sufficiency. That's something that you are seeing in the faces of everyone you've met down there this week, right? Yeah, everyone is in this sort of moment where they're on the verge of taking that step. They're here in the hospital tents. Many of them have recovered to the point where they're no longer on crutches or walkers. They're getting around on their own. They're nearing complete healing. The next step is to leave this small town, to return to Port-au-Prince, and figure out life after the earthquake. And so a lot of them, for a lot of them, there's there's excitement about going home, but also a lot of anxiety because because they've been here for so long. They don't really know what's happening there. You make it so emotionally gripping. I mean, we, we, we're so used to thinking of the earthquake as the emotional moment. But this next step that all Haitians have to take, that the government has to take, that, that every doctor, medical uh, person has to take. I, I mean, I'm wondering what people are telling you. It's I, I asked a lot yesterday about sort of the future of Haiti. And they, for many people, patients, townspeople, medical personnel, the first answer was, you know, Haiti needs to rebuild. Haiti needs to change. But when you got to the question, how, that's where the answer sort of ran out. Um, I heard from, from Herod Provel. He's the medical director of the hospital here. He's from a rural town. He studied in Port-au-Prince and has been here for 11 years. And his sense is just that the government in Port-au-Prince cannot be trusted. This is not something that they should put into the politician because a lot of money had already flooded into Haiti and they didn't do anything with it. After two months, a government should have been able to provide at least food and some tents to their people. Now, you've spent a week with uh, Harold Preville, um, and, and I'm wondering if, if, there's, if there's a sense of optimism even at the bottom of all that skepticism. I asked him if he had hope for the future of Haiti, and this is what he told me. I'm getting old, so I'm getting less and less optimistic. But I will keep on working and see how, what difference I can make. Well, that's a medical director, Harold Preville. But you're seeing this same sort of on the verge, what's the next step for me in the faces of everyone you've met? I've been with earthquake patients now for the week. They've been here for, for two months, and... And they have to figure out a way to pass the time and to sort of get through this moment of of comfort here, but also big uncertainty. And I met a group of women who every day at noon in their tent, they get out their hymnals and they sing. I met a woman named Marie-Jeunesse Pompey, and she has the most incredible voice. And she sang for me the hymn Farther Along, which is all about farther along, I will understand why. Farther along, I will see Jesus. Farther along, I will understand why I'm suffering. Well, farther along is probably the best way to end this week of uh, coverage there in Haiti. Uh, Haiti moving farther along in its uh, recovery from the earthquake in January. Anna Sale, takeaway producer, thanks so much. Thank you. Amen.